Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that feels kind of bad for Yoko Ono. Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Yo, it's not Yoko's fault, man. It's kind of not. And yeah, she's just... When I realize the conception of her that basically everyone has, I'm like, oh, she didn't deserve that. No, no. She's an obvious patsy, right? People don't want to believe that the Beatles broke up because they didn't like each other anymore. Right. Or that John Lennon just wanted to go off and do artsy shit forever after that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what he was really after, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I'm not particularly sympathetic towards her, I guess, but I do feel bad that she's got this rap. Anywho, this is The Yoko Factor. Season, season four. four. Episode 20. 420! Woo! Blaze it, indeed. I hadn't even noticed. Well, Michaela, this... Hold on, I'll have to pat my pockets here for my, my crack pipe and my marijuana. Um, oh, here it is. Pat, pat, pat. I light, think light, light, what puff, we really puff. need to do is take the clip of you saying blaze it <laughs> and just drop it everywhere that anyone's being a narc of any kind. Because <gasps> yes. if someone was to say blaze it the way that you just did, no one would give them drugs. <laughs> I just want to be really clear about that. <laughs> well, now that I'm properly drugged up, I think we can begin this episode. Original air date. May 9th, 2000. Mm. So did you did you watch the previously on for this, uh, yes. this episode? Interesting. So what this you will think be like that? fully applicable to everyone, but there's previously on Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> and on Angel. And you're yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Brain explosion. Yeah. So we see some Buffy and Faith and Angel in... Angel, and honestly, I was too blown away and trying to take notes to actually listen to what anyone was saying, but I get the feeling that Angel is kind of a dick to Buffy, and she hit him, I think. Here's here's kind of a little breakdown. So this is obviously the episode, the second of the two episodes where Faith is on Angel, mm-hmm. and so Buffy goes there when she learns that Faith is there fucking shit up, and she sort of reacts badly when she sees Faith and Angel together because Angel's doing that same kind of thing again. Like, honestly, they're just rehashing this. Oh my God, again? Yeah. He's so he's trying to help Faith, right? Much in the way of consequences. Uh huh. And then Buffy reacts badly. Uh. And then they have a fight. She sort of tries to throw in his face that she's moved on. She has this new life. And he's like, that's a shitty thing to say because I literally can't move on. Because a moment of true happiness means I'll be evil again. So thanks a lot for that, Buffy. Then they punch each other and she leaves. I don't know. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so then he has to come to Sunny D and apologize to her. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't like how they leave things. I mean, it's just, it's the end of the first season of Angel. So Mm -hmm. they still want to try to real people in as much as possible they're gonna stop this in season five though this whole crossover thing yeah that makes some sense anyway we get a quick update from lieutenant colonel 
or Colonel Lieutenant. I forget Who which cares? is his rank and which one's his name. But yeah, he's uh, giving a report to a single government representative on a screen. And I'm like, Nick Fury did this a lot better in that <laughs> Avengers movie. He's talking to like five government representatives and giving them sass. Lieutenant like Colonel is just like, yeah, yeah, talking to one guy and he's Lame. not even sassing him. Psh, no. Come on, man. And like everyone's really weirdly obsessed with Riley. <gasps> yeah. Aren't they just so obsessed with him? Yeah, he is a national treasure. <laughs> and the fact that he's gone renegade on this is just so unacceptable. They've invested yeah. too much, is what they say. <laughs> Nonsense. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> then, of course, we come to Adam. In a quick shot that I'm pretty sure implies that he's using his floppy drive. <laughs> like, because you hear the mechanical sound, and then Spike walks past him, and he's putting his hand down from his floppy drive, and you're like, yes, he's feeding. <laughs> Oh, God. So, yeah, we basically go from a scene where the government dudes are like, we should probably underestimate that Slayer girl, <laughs> to Spike being like, yo, you can't underestimate Buffy. Oh, I love it. Because Adam is so woke, but repeatedly <laughs> through this episode is shown to be such an idiot about, like, basic facts that it's really astonishing. And I love that, like, Adam's like, oh... I'm counting on the Slayer. And he hasn't figured out that she has any friends, A, which, like, bad idea, because that's how she kills most people. Anyway, B, like, this is not the last season of this show, and this isn't even a season in which Buffy dies. So, like, how bad are you? Giles lives, Willow lives, Xander lives, Tara lives. Like, Adam, what are you doing? Yeah, like, again, Adam has never become scary everything about this episode is just him having more vague plans and saying spooky things that might lead to something maybe eventually hopefully in the next two episodes <laughs> and i think that what they're trying to convey is that adam knows a lot of information but he doesn't know how to use a lot of it and he definitely doesn't understand relationships between people yeah this entire episode is him just being like Wait, what's... Ha ha no, he doesn't even have that much information. Because later on, he's like, I know who Yoko Ono is. I understand all the pop culture references. <laughs> but if you could explain it to me, that'd be very useful. <laughs> and you're like, okay, what sort of floppies have you been eating, man? Come on. It's a slow process. How much information is on one <laughs> floppy disk? Oh, man, I think it's like three megabytes. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> it's going to take it's him gonna... forever. Oh, yeah, he's jacked Wikipedia in, Wikipedia will take a while. Yeah. He is jacked in. He is alive. It's true. Yeah. Have we ever discussed how Spike killed two Slayers before? Uh, I, we have. You and me. Definitely. I'm has the sure. show? I think it has. Maybe? Oh, okay. When he was first introduced and they're like, yeah. William the Bloody Two Slayers. Well, they're bringing it up again now. They're like, we remember that we said that. When Adam first was like, two Slayers? I was like, yeah, there are two Slayers. And Spike was like, yes, I killed two Slayers. And I'm like, oh, I misunderstood. Yes. Yeah. So this whole plan of take away the Slayer's support system and she crumbles. How, is that true? Well, I mean, Angel like strings some fish together and kills a techno pagan and that that disrupts some shit. So maybe if you continue that line of behavior, like you can't just take away the support. You have to kill the support, right? You have to really knock this person off balance. And it's strange because 
Spike is both very insightful and not insightful at all in this episode. He's incredibly insightful. He knows exactly where the pressure points are. Oh, oh man, he it's pushes great. all the buttons, and it's really great, but the idea that they've all had a fight, so now they're broken up forever? Like, does that <laughs> does that really track? Yeah, I don't know what what that plan is all about. And I love it because he comes back later and he's like, there. The Slayer's <laughs> friends are all at each other's throats. <laughs> Done. You basically have that thing you wanted, which is the Slayer in your grasp. Like, <laughs> mm, you know, rounding error at this point, right? And you're like, no! <laughs> no! That's no. so different! <laughs> yeah. It's so different! Anyways, so that was pretty much our cold open. Mm-hmm. We come back and Xander's delivering some fine-looking clothes to Ryfi. Oh, they're excellent clown pants. I have a lot of questions about these pants. <laughs> Obviously, I have a picture yeah. of them later. But yeah, where are they from? How do they fit Riley? Is your picture perhaps called <laughs> Dem Pants? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> uh, so they fit Riley because they're like baggy they're and drawstring. But they're drawstringed at the top or elastic or something. So but like, you would know. they still be too short? I guess we can't see his feet. Are they just, like, hovering mid-calf? Oh, is that what's great. happening? Oh, they're, what, capris? Oh, is that what that is? Oh, big baggy clown capris. Clown <laughs> prees? No. I mean, like, dude's not that tall. You can find pants that length. It's fine. And that's why they're awful clown pants. Those were the only ones he could get. But, of course, Xander starts running his mouth because, of course, he will because he's the worst. He's the worst again. He hates Angel again. again. He hates Angel. He's bad-mouthing Angel Angel again. We're doing it again. (laughs) Raphael is like, oh, I mean, this is, we both hate Angel because we both wish that we had been first. And Xander's like, yep. I do love me some Slayer. And you're like, what? This is so weird, guys. It's This is so weird. Riley, why are you implying that Xander's still into Buffy and like what what's happening the tension or the drama in this episode (laughs) all stems from Buffy claiming that she told Riley everything to it but like in fact she left out (laughs) arguably the most important part parts I would say all of the important parts because last we saw of these two people it was Buffy saying Hey, Riley, I've got something to tell you. You're probably not going to like a lot of it. And you're like, okay, yeah, this is good. She's going to tell him all the things. She told him Angel's name. <laughs> right? And left out everything else. No, she, or he knows that he was a vampire and yeah. that they used to date, I guess. I think that's it. That's it. Like, missed out on the whole B-Town Express thing. <laughs> everything there. The losing the soul, the killing of the people, the fact that he's got a soul again. Like, her version of events was wildly different than what happened. From what he says, it sounds like he thinks that the curse is what makes Angel good, which it it kind of is. But not in the sense that, like, ah, there's just so much missing from the version of events that Buffy told him. And, like, you can't blame Xander for not knowing that she gave him garbage information. (laughs) And then just left to L.A. because she was like, you know, it has been a while since I saw Angel. (laughs) Talking about him now has really got me thinking I should go back and see him again. Well, Faith is there, so... (laughs) Faith is there, yeah. Yeah. But does Buffy tell Riley any of that? Who knows? 
Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. And like, honestly, Riley should be pretty pissed about all of this because (laughs) she kept all this from him for a long time, a lot longer than it made any sense. And then she's like, now, finally, I'm going to tell tell you everything. everything. And then she doesn't. She literally did not do that. No, she told him so little still. Oh my God. It's real good. Let's just go to a much better scene. Giles sings. (laughs) He doesn't get a chance to do fucking anything else in this season other than be midlifey and mopey, but at least yeah. we get to see him singing and playing guitar twice. And later he's gonna get drunk, and that's gonna be really oh, fun. So good. <laughs> he has a great time this episode. He gets he to play his time. guitar. He's not wearing his music playing earring, which I was upset yeah. by, but <laughs> I mean it is just in his own house, so that'd be a bit weird. Like, how much does he have to set the mood for himself? A lot. He needs to get fancy, <laughs> you know, so he really feels it. Yeah. And Spike comes into his house again, as usual, and you're like, guys, this is so unreasonably dangerous. Like, you have no idea when <laughs> the chip just stops working. Lock like, you don't your know... door at least. Right? This is Sunny D. Oh Lock my your God. fucking door. And, like, it's not hard to uninvite Spike. Uh, they had to do, like, a ritual before. That they had to look up from a book. Yeah, they know the ritual. They know what it is. Why does yeah. Spike need to be in here? You can talk to Spike at the threshold. Why does he uh, need to come into the house? Why are all of these goddamn vampires constantly wandering around being like, Ugh. uh, it'd be easier if you let me inside. Like, yeah, it would be fucking easier, but you know what? I'm not gonna fucking do it. Exactly. Does Angel need to come into Buffy's room? No! 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 (laughs) Absolutely not! Oh, Michaela, I'm sure they have an intense conversation in there, away from prying ears. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, sure, (laughs) totally. Uh. Okay, so Spike makes Giles feel terrible about himself, and, like, how little anyone cares about him or needs him anymore, which is so valid and so hurtful and terrible. Uh, Everything Spike does in this episode is 100% on point, for, like, mm. the problems everyone's been having this season. And yeah. he goes about it in such a convincing, nonchalant way that he's just like, oh, well, I mean, this is clearly how things are. So I'm not here trying to make you feel bad. Like, this is just my read of the situation, which makes it way worse. The amount of effort he has to put into any of this there's one actual deception i think which is the tara willow stuff mm-hmm. the rest of that is just like revealing inconvenient truths <laughs> accidentally and implying that people might be talking about people behind other people's backs well and the whole xander thing the xander joined the army thing that is so easily done. Like, it's so unreasonable that Spike saying, oh, I thought you were going to boot camp, sets Xander off on this whole <laughs> fucking thing. Because, like, what? how insecure is he if that is... If, like, that's enough to set him off that hard. He is wildly insecure. Incredibly. Yeah, and I think and he so, truly yeah, it's is. It's a lie, but, like... It's not a very... No, Spike doesn't have to try, if that's what you're saying. (laughs) No, the effort is zero. The only problem I have with any of this is right now, when Spike is saying that he has some access to get all of this information (laughs) that they very suspiciously, again, could really use right now. Yeah, the Inquisition information. They have no questions about how Spike is going to do this and how he has this... He's just going to get in and out of the Inquisition no problem again. Yeah, he's got... 
Friends on the inside. Yeah, Whatever. It's, uh, I don't even know. The information's also basically not not useful. Like he can just push a button when talking to someone, like metaphorical button here. Right. And then they get set off. And does he even need the information to do that? Probably I don't not. Know. Minor food watch slash booze watch begins as Giles <laughs> starts his drinking for the episode. <laughs> And yeah, he's not going to stop anytime soon. He's not going to stop. His drunk quips are amazing. It's like the, I'm not Alfred because Alfred had a job. Oh, kill me. He's, oh, right. Buffy's saying that she's going to go fight Adam later. And he's like, you'll never train with me anymore. He's going to kick your ass. That's so fucking funny. It's great, yeah. I'm really glad they finally gave Giles something to do this episode. Get drunk? Hey, man. They do a disservice to Giles every episode that they don't give him anything to do. That's true. This is better than nothing, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, this is better than nothing. Yeah. Oh, hey, guess who we have as a new character? Miss Kitty Fantastico? That was fucking fast, man. Miss Kitty Fantastico mentioned last episode (laughs) in there this episode. It's great. She's adorable. And it brings us to my first image, a green sweater, orange shirt. Oh, interesting. I called this finally (laughs) on board. Okay. Because I am 100% into this outfit. Really? The flip. I don't know where the flip was. Is it right now? No, 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 no. The sweater, it has elements of the pants and elements of the undershirt in it that tie it all together. Yes, that's true. I feel like the knitness of the sweater and like the knitness of the things on the front of it are kind of weirding me out. I'm so into it. Love how Willow's done her hair. Like, it's hard to see in this shot, but when you get up close, it's like, it. I want to call it zigzag part on like a huge <laughs> scale, but it's not just parted. They're like, oh. they're separate chunks that have been parted to either side. It's like super tiny zigzag almost. Yeah, 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 super tiny zigzag. But I don't know how you achieve that or, you know, what, what it's actually called. It's pretty great, though. It seems like a lot of work, yeah. Yeah, but no, that's good times. I'm so into this. Like, her her sweater is basically got, like, granny squares, which are a <laughs> yes. common blanket material. <laughs> yeah. Blanket yeah, She face. looks like she's wearing a blanket. It's great. I'm so into it. I would wear the shit out of that. <laughs> She also has her choker and her yep. bracelet, and yep. Mm, yeah, it's all good. So good. And they're talking about something, but I was taking fashion notes, so I don't really know what. You know what? My notes for this episode are complete garbage. <laughs> good. Then let's move on to how turtlenecks never die. Oh my god. What did I miss? Who's wearing... Oh, Buffy. Buffy. Buffy's wearing so a it's, turtleneck. It's right. not quite a turtleneck, maybe? Mm, I don't know, because it's, a- it's looser than a turtleneck, and it's thick. It's real thick. <laughs> Am I jumping ahead to say that you've called this fall from grace? This, yes. This picture? It's it's a little bit jumping ahead, but we can talk about this because then, you know, she's got this turtleneck on for the rest of the episode. Yeah. I guess she's just been around Angel, so needs to cover up the goods, so to speak. <laughs> and it's more sweatery than a turtleneck. Yeah. But the neck is really tall. Yeah. The neck is, it, it is a turtleneck sweater. I mm-hmm. think I just kind of mentally skipped over the turtleneck. Because I'm obsessed with this coat, hence why I named my picture Coat of Wonder, and it's very coat-centric. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, this is good. We got one from the front and the back. Yeah. 
so this orange jacket that she has on oh my god covered with tiny metal studs i love it they're gold they're so shiny the back has like a sweet pattern of them oh my god it looks vaguely Mm cowboy-esque in a way and then yeah from the front i called this fall from grace because (laughs) wait well the face she's making is not kind (laughs) no Uh, it's not a kind face but then uh, the sweater plus this jacket plus she's holding the stupid tase gun and you're like wow this is not i'm I'm not sure buffy was ever really well fashioned before but she's certainly not great now god i love this jacket all right i'm just on board I'll, with uh, everything that's happening in this episode for some reason but yes gotta we get did, you one of these jackets <laughs> i would be that'd be the best gift i'd ever receive <laughs> Um, yeah, we slipped, skipped right over Xander's delivery service, delivering uh, right. army clothes to Spike. Yeah, and then Spike says two fucking words to him, and he's like, you know what? Fuck the rest <laughs> of those guys, man. <laughs> and you're like, wow, okay, hey there. Because, yeah, Spike is not really necessary for this plan to work. It just needs about two more days, and then it would have all fallen <laughs> apart on its own. Potentially. I mean, he's just letting the fuse, really. Yeah. He's the person with the match. Or he's sprinkling gasoline on this already smoldering fire. (laughs) Right, he's making the fire bigger. Yeah. Maybe Spike proposed this plan because he knew that this was already the situation that's happening. He has been hanging out with them a lot. And he knows that, like, Xander has been feeling this way for months now. Many months. (laughs) Uh, So has Giles. Yeah. And then, I mean, he knows what's what with Willow. (laughs) Uh, before she did of course obviously and yeah so obviously he's able to exploit that too no it's it's all good times but riley has come over to talk to buffy about things wearing dem pants yeah oh did i miss your blue dot picture oh yeah 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 so xander's wearing this blue dot sweater basically the entire rest of the episode which is like it's like a target right on his chest and i'm not sure that's where you want to have a target and like the sweater other than that is very normal, mm-hmm. but it's just got this giant blue dot. What on earth is With Anya a black drinking? Dot in the middle. Yeah. Something from the pump and go. <laughs> oh no. I hate that we call it that. <laughs> yeah. She's got her iced drink from Probably. the espresso pump. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. She's drinking it. She's got good food watch going on the entire scene, basically, because she's playing with that the whole time. I do like that Spike can't even point a fake gun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had some questions about, like, can Spike pull a lever that opens a trap door which drops the Scoobies onto Spikes? And no, it seems that would, like, cause him such neurological pain that he could not do it, which is interesting. Well, because my my read on this is always that it's about intention. Yes, it's always because about intention. It that's it's a thing in his head. And yeah. so if that's the only way that it really makes any sense. Well, and he's got a replica gun, so pointing that at someone shouldn't hurt unless it's his intention to hurt them. Right. I love that it is his intention to shoot them <laughs> just like casually. And he knows what's going to happen and he still <laughs> plans to do it. Well, it sort of seems like he was under the impression that he only got all of the head pain after he, like, physically attacked someone, because that's <laughs> right, sort of yeah. been his only option up to now. And so he so thinks to himself, quickness, ooh, yeah. yeah, a gun, I'll be able to pull the trigger, then it's going to hurt a lot, but damage done. 
Yeah, not Xander's so dead. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What does that even accomplish? <laughs> right? <laughs> One fewer delivery drivers in this world. And then, like, Hundo P, Spike is gonna get staked. Staked, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not Does a not great seem plan. worth it, no. No. That trade. Anywho, so Riley's over at Buffy's wearing dem pants, and Riley's pretty angry about this whole Buffy slept with Angel thing, and that's <laughs> unreasonable. Like, that's not... Uh, I'm, she did hide a lot of stuff from him yeah. for, like, longer than expected, and then Xander was the one to actually tell him these things after she had told him that she was gonna tell him all the things. But it's still unreasonable for him to just be like, you slept with someone else before me? Because as Forrest points out, like, this is not Riley's first rodeo, so to speak. And I'm not even convinced. I'm not completely convinced that that's what he's mad about. I think he just feels like she leaves. She tells him this stuff. It's not Mm -hmm. completely true. She immediately (laughs) leaves. And then when she comes back, she doesn't come and see him. Yeah. She, like, came back at night. Went to bed, got up from bed, went to do something else, possibly? <laughs> I mean, yeah. How needy is he that he needs her to come see him immediately? But also, like, yeah, she's been gone for a while, took off without a great explanation, it seems. And then, yeah, him having to go sneak out of yeah. the abandoned school sneak through this place where he is very easily identified and avoid a bunch of Inquisition people to come see her, that's not, like, where you want to be, you know? And, like, honestly, I'm not even honestly convinced that it's neediness. Because he's there alone, hiding out. She has no way to contact him other than to just go and see him. So, like, her leaving, coming back, and not going to see him sort of implies that she doesn't really care if he's safe or not. Yeah. Which... She kind of should, shouldn't she? But don't worry, Michaela. I'm sure Buffy's wise words will smooth everything over at this time. I mean, Buffy's really good at having discussions about how uh, she feels. This episode is great at showing us that Buffy is so good with her words. Oh, uh, I mean, as we've seen many times before. Riley's like, hey, do you want to, like, talk about any of this? And she's like, oh, not now. Um, <laughs> later. Maybe, yeah, later. Later yeah. today, though, definitely I'll be able to talk about everything. That's definitely not just deflecting anything. And you're like, um, what? She has to patrol and find Adam before he does question mark. It's urgent. But, is it? <laughs> Maybe. She doesn't know. No Buffy, one knows. Y'all had time to do your hair real nice this morning. <laughs> she put that sweet turtleneck on. Yeah, she had yeah. time. <laughs> she had a lot of time. She spent it doing other things. And now she's going to go patrol and meet Forrest in the forest. Mmm, it's so nice. And yet, the orange jacket makes an appearance, and then we come to our first segment as they run into Adam. And this is, uh, this is a segment called Life is Like a Box of Chocolates. My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Oh, no. Because, you know, Forrest. Forrest Gump. Oh, I see. And you never know that sometimes you're going to get a polka stick to the gut. Right, yeah. Maybe <laughs> you'll get stabbed, like, a little bit by Adam, and then you'll have to be commemorated by this wonderful podcast. Uh, to be fair, he did know that Adam had a polka stick. Mm, he didn't know that tasing Adam would make him stronger, because uh, he eats electricity as well as floppy dr- disks. Right, yeah. I feel like this has just ruined all of your theories about Adam's 
digestive system. Maybe he's system. got a quadruply redundant oh digestive my system. Oh, God. <laughs> <gasps> and this is the point I was making about using the initiative weapons on Adam. <laughs> it's such a bad idea. It's such a bad idea. And I know that I knew that ahead of time, but I don't think it's such a jump to be like, maybe don't zap the guy that Maggie Walsh made in the same facility no. that weapon is from. No, this guy's like, okay, they got taser guns. They got guns with ridiculously huge scopes. That's what I got to worry about. <laughs> yep. yep. Nothing up close and personal. That's fine. No, so let's go into Life is Like a Box Chocolates and commemorate Forrest. Just think back to all of the times that we shared. There that was time... me calling girls mattressable. Ma- oh, I was just going to bring up mattressable. That's yeah. like, that's the shining moment. Um... There was him listening outside of Riley's room while they had sex, barging into Riley's room, hoping to catch a glimpse of shirtless Riley. Which he did, yeah. Him being mad about Riley dating Buffy because she's, like, mm-hmm. getting in the way of the family, whatever the fuck that means. Him implying that Buffy's name was slang for a new level of attractiveness. Yeah. Well, he did do that, yeah. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. what a guy. Well, still better than Parker. I think that's what we <laughs> yes. can say about Forrest. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. But oddly, like up until this point, we haven't really gotten any closure on him being subordinate, at least while he was alive. And I'm like, that's, I don't know. That seemed like it was setting something up for a, a bigger thing, you know? Because he was always bitching about Riley not letting him have his own squad after Buffy showed up. And mm-hmm. maybe that's just Buffy hate, but like... Could have also been a cool, maybe, sub- subplot for him. But instead, he uh, he resigned himself to listening outside of Riley's door while he had sex. And running at the man who has a giant <laughs> skewering stick for an arm. Yeah, he does get stabberooned pretty good. He should have just run away. He ran the wrong direction. He ran very much the wrong yeah. direction. But yeah, rest in peace, Forrest. I'm sure your body will not be disturbed by anything. Pour one out. Pour one out for Forrest. Buffy tried to get him to leave, but he wouldn't listen. Speaking of pouring things out, Giles is getting sauced. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's just doesn't care about what they're doing at all anymore. No, no, no he, he does not. <laughs> so Tara's got this, like, translucent white shirt over a red shirt, and mm-hmm. I'm questioning whether that's a great idea. We see Willow from one angle doing some hacking, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, <laughs> she's got encrypted. this disc. Oh, yeah, the the disc that <laughs> the Spike disc. brought back is encrypted. Yeah, And you're encrypted. like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that would output gibberish. It makes sense. And then, of course, you know that um, hacking.png <laughs> in the Dropbox is... <laughs> I knew you were going to be really happy with the accuracy of this picture. So, as we all know, encrypted files, when you're working on them, they display rows of text going not just horizontally, but also vertically, scrolling past the entire time. And then you're just typing and hoping things happen, I guess? I blame the Matrix. Yes, this is very (laughs) Matrix-inspired. It's incredibly (laughs) matrix This is what people in the year 2000 expected from their computer screens. It's crazy. Uh. And I'm like, yep, that's encrypted all right. Uh. I love that Willow implies that, you know, cracking government cryptography will take maybe months. And I'm like, maybe hundreds or thousands of millennia (laughs) on your shitty laptop. Well, but no, months. Yeah, it's fine. You're a techno pagan. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, exactly. She's a techno pagan. So she has that edge. 
Mm-hmm. Spike, right, Spike comes out, or he's over, he's delivered the files, and he kind of gets into both Willow and Tara's head about all of the gang freaking out about them being lesbians. No, 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 it's the Wicca thing. The phase. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's a phase. Yes. They're, they're Wiccan, <laughs> and that's a phase. I do love, yeah, how insightful he is. experimenting. <laughs> he's very good at crafting these lies that are like, oh, yeah, they were clearly... <laughs> talking about you being a lesbian in disapproving tones, but I misinterpreted that as your Wiccaism. Oh, well, I'm sure it's entirely innocent. And you're like, nice, Spike. Yeah. Nice. And this definitely rings a lot more true that they should be upset Mm. because Willow had this experience where Buffy did not react well. No, 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 no. Buffy's the star of the show. She's got to be empathetic as all uh, heck. Yeah. She's got to be a sympathetic character for us to relate to. We sure do relate to her all the time and all of her oh, great boy. decisions about conversations that she has with the other characters. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Buffy. <laughs> uh, so oddly homophobic. Yeah. It's the year 2000. She doesn't know what she's saying. Oh, Different God. time. Throughout here, it just there just keep being too many demons. They want to be really clear. Oh yeah, right. Too many demons. Too many demons in the Inquisition because this is one phase of Adam's plan is to just send all the demons at the Inquisition so that the Slayer didn't have any and the Inquisition got overrun. And oh, oh, Lieutenant Colonel's not afraid of piling up like cordwood, so that's fine. <laughs> They're fighting each other. Oh, it's chaos. Oh, chaos. Uh, We don't know anyone who likes chaos around here, do we? (laughs) We know someone who's interested in chaos. I wouldn't say he likes it. Like, he's just exploring chaos, seeing if it's for Mm. him, you know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Shopping around. That makes sense. Uh, So Riley's (gasps) chilling in the dark with his beans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When he hears a kerfuffle on the scanner that he hacked into. (gasps) His cell phone, which he has hacked into a scanner. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. What could it be? He goes, he suits up, he's on the way, and bam, that's not a face I expected to see, is it? Angel's back, motherfucker! (laughs) You did expect it, though. The previously on really telegraphed that for you, did it not? Uh, to some extent. Yeah. I was I was still pretty surprised, honestly, because I thought it was just filling us in on, like, what Buffy Buffy and Faith had been up to. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that she had gone to see Angel. So clearly you missed when it said, and David Boreanaz as Angel. Oh, I very much missed that. (laughs) Right. Because, yeah, I saw the previously on, and I was like, "Mm, he might think. And then I saw that, and I was like, oh, well, (laughs) that's fully given it away then, I suppose. Yeah, the game's up. No, no, not actually. Uh, This is pretty (laughs) unexpected for me, which is pretty great. So he knows what Rifi looks like somehow. That was... Does Buffy, like, go over to Angel and be like, I've moved on. Look at these pictures of my new boyfriend. Here's him in profile. Here's him from straight on. Here's him from the back. This is his new haircut. (laughs) It doesn't make a lick of sense. They both (laughs) seem to figure out who the other is very quickly. Mm -hmm. And you're like, how'd you guys reach that conclusion? Oh, now you're going to fight. Yeah, they don't get along super well. But they do have a really fun fight. Riley should not do as well as he does. No, zero percent. He's a person. and He's got a couple tricks up his sleeve. So, like, he's got the baton, and that's a good way to start. He gets disarmed, and that's bad. Yeah. He's got the taser still, and that's good. He does taser. Then that goes away, and, like, that's not great for him. 
And he's, I mean, he's probably stronger than the average person, but he's not all juiced not up. vampire strong. On, like, Inquisition drugs anymore. Because so... we know that Angel and uh, Buffy are about on the same level, and yeah. at Wi-Fi's prime, Buffy kicked him across a room. Right, and she was holding back. So, right. like, Angel should just throw him across a thing into, like, a garbage can, and that should be the end of it. There is a fun bit in the fight where Angel picks him up and then just charges across the entire <laughs> space that they're in and yeah. throws him at the end of it, and you're like, nice, yeah. Which is pretty impressive, because, like, Mark Blucas is a big guy, so... There's wire work involved there, which is really neat, but yeah. Yeah, but, like, I mean, that's still, that's oh, still, yeah, like, a, a pretty a interesting stunt to, stunt to have to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but, yeah, Angel gets away, and he runs off, and he's made comments about going to see, you know, a girl in town. Ugh. And Rifi's not super on board with that. No. So, no. in time, they both show up at, at uh, Buffy's place, sorry. Yeah, yeah, she invites Angel in, and they're talking, and then Riley shows up, and they start to... You know, they get closer and closer together, and then you think they're maybe going to kiss. It's like that, right? <laughs> yeah. We can have a talking like this contest. <laughs> it's And it's just, like, Buffy gets pissed about this hyper-masculinity, but at a certain point, you just want to be like, okay, guys, just get it over with, whip them out, measure them. Yep. Like, <laughs> oh, God. This entire time, I'm just like, I wonder what garbage information precipitated this <laughs> unexpected visit from Angel. He'll show up and be, be like, Buffy, there's grave danger afoot. And she'll be like, oh yeah, Adam. And he'll be like, who's that? Don't you wish he had come to warn her about the oh, danger? I'm so oh, angry he did it now. Oh my God. So good. Yeah, yeah. But it's somehow even more useless than expected because he came to apologize. So in-person apology, sure. But like, phone calls, man. And Buffy does say this and he's like, no, it was too important for the phone. Was it? <laughs> it was not. Like, how far apart are Sunnydale and LA? I have no idea. But it's much better to show up to a place where you'll just precipitate a bunch of violence than uh, pick up a goddamn phone. Yeah. I don't know, man. Lordy Lou. So, Riley's, like, threatening to shoot Angel, and you're like, buddy, what <laughs> do you even work. think that's gonna do? Like, come on. It's a bullet. What? I did, like, <gasps> Buffy has to, like, shove them apart, and she shoves mm -hmm. Riley across the room and shoves Angel onto the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's all good times, but they, they have a, a fight, and it doesn't go great for anyone, really. Now, Buffy decides that she wants to talk to Angel, see what mm. the fuck he's doing here. And Riley's like, I'm not moving a muscle. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so, so they leave. Right. And this is where my two misses, two mug face Ooh. <laughs> comes in. Now, I saw that file name and I was really excited. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> Angel's making a pretty smug little face. At Rifi, <laughs> which of course I called Two Misses, Two Mug. <laughs> so this is not as good as Mrs. Mug, no. the original, but it is still fantastic, especially given the thematic. Yeah, I love it. It's Part great. of the problem with it was that Angel was moving while mm. he was making the smug mm -hmm. face, so it was hard to get one that wasn't super blurry. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I think I got a pretty good little smug face on No, on he's Angel very there. smug and he's looking directly <laughs> at Rifi being like, ah, 
Fuck you, buddy. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's that's absolutely great. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, they fight out in the hall, and then Buffy comes back in, and uh, I think... Oh, did you notice that, that Angel... So, I can't... There, there are two options. Either he never did tiny twig hands, or <sighs> he did it twice, and they didn't show his hands... Because he looked down twice while he was talking, which is usually what he does in tiny twig hands. But, like, you couldn't see his hands, so there's no way of knowing. I've noticed that when Mark Lucas wants to show he's agitated, he'll often take a step forward and sharply look down to the right and then back (laughs) up at the person. (laughs) Oh, I'm sad. When he was fighting with Forrest, he did it like twice in a row. Oh, I think I can kind of picture it. Yeah, now that you say it. Oh, it's God. really good. Anyway, uh, we have a brief interlude with Adam, um, you know, knowing all of the Beatles and being aware of all of their songs. No pop culture references can escape his notice. <laughs> and I've called this segment Title of the Episode. Title of the song Naive expression of love Reluctance to accept that you are gone Oh, you love that title drop? Yeah, sometimes you just gotta explain the joke that's in the episode title, you know? It's It's, like, mm, the Yoko factor, will anyone understand that? Probably not. (laughs) Now, really what I want to talk about is how much did they explain the Zeppo in comparison to the Yoko factor? I would say approximately zero, maybe like 5%. (laughs) If you're going to explain one of those two... You don't you don't pick the Yoko one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Spike makes it very clear to Adam, who has no idea who Yoko Ono was, that, you know, who she was, what the common misconception is, that the Beatles were actually going to split up anyway. And you're like, okay, yeah, sure. No, I, I get it. Yeah, you're the Yoko in this. Yes, I understand. <laughs> but honestly, who the fuck is Zeppo Marx? Right? Like, growing up, I did not know why that episode was called the Zeppo. And I'm wondering if that, or this, like, Yoko explanation is them trying to make up for that in the <laughs> past. Maybe. And just being like, oh, man, yeah, we can't do that shit again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they picked the wrong battle. <laughs> if we're going to make a semi-obscure reference, you got to explain it. The execs have said no more Zeppo shit. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I actually, so... When they're they're discussing the Beatles and Adam's all like, yes, I have heard of the Beatles, obviously. And he's like, I like Helter Skelter. That just reeks of like them comparing him to Charles Manson to me. Oh, yeah. Because like yep. that's whole that's like the whole Manson family thing. Yep. And them writing Helter Skelter all over everything. Yep. And it's just like, oh, yeah, we get it. He's spooky. <sighs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, it's a good call. And Adam is still not a compelling villain. But don't worry, he's got two more episodes to really turn that around. Sure does. Yep, that's definitely, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely a thing that's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, (laughs) At a certain point, I'm like, Buffy, when will you stop saying, Riley, there's something I have to tell you? (laughs) Never. (laughs) Because I understand that Forrest is dead and that she has to tell him this. And that's like a thing that has a lot of weight to it. But... You've said that phrase, like, three times in two days, and he's gotta be getting sick of it. And this is, this is one of those things that I absolutely hate in television. (laughs) When someone's like, I have something to tell you, and they're like, no, I want to go first. Oh my god. Never Never go go first. first. Never. No! 
You never go first. And if the other person came to you with something to tell you and you're assuming you know what that is, you definitely don't want to go first until you know what the thing is. Yeah, no. You have the information there. You've got the upper hand. No. Nope. Anyway, bad times. We go back to Cassidy Giles where he is well in his cups. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And he's he's just having a great time saying all the things. No fucks are given. And Ugh. then the gang starts fighting all at each other's throats, which we've seen, like, start of season three, at least. And, yeah. It's, it's... not like they've never fought before. Like, <laughs> it really isn't. They're a group of friends who get into a lot of high-stress situations together. Like, mm-hmm. they're gonna clash, you know? But, yeah, Buffy's just, she's so good with the words, you know? The talking <laughs> people down off the edge. She's much good with the words and the not just of the punching. Very yeah. good of the sentences and the words. She really does come off as very high and mighty here. <laughs> when she's going on about how open-minded she is, and she's like the most open-minded person ever, actually. <laughs> so you guys are the ones who are wrong. I mean, everyone's wrong in their equal proportions. Because what are Willow and Xander going to do against Adam? So this is a good point, again, <laughs> is that them coming with her is a bad idea. Like she it's can such a barely... liability. Look what just happened to poor Forrest. Yeah, and Forrest was a well-trained, probably, yeah. army man. <laughs> Partially trained army man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they would want to come, what they're going to do. I like when Giles just, like, goes up and is like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Throws his shirt down at someone sometime. Yeah. yeah. And this is Xander's, this is when Xander discovers that Willow and Tara uh, are together. Oh, yes. <laughs> Poor Xander. Uh, so Spike... And Faith knew it before Willow did. Yeah. <laughs> then Willow found out, and then Oz found out, and then Buffy found out. Yeah. Giles... And now, Giles doesn't care. When Willow says something about Tara being her girlfriend, Xander's like, Tara's your girlfriend, and then you hear a bloody hell from Giles up above. <laughs> so... Like, I don't know, I don't know if that's him also discovering it, or him just being fed up with Xander's shit of Xander, like, not picking up on it. I'm pretty sure he's fed up with Xander's bullshit. Okay, so Xander's death's last, then, because I'm sure Anya knew, like, a long time ago and just doesn't care. Oh, yeah. Oh, she doesn't care at all. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, God, why uh, would she even concern herself with that? No, she would not. And, yeah, the entire time this fight is happening, like, Anya and Tara have just awkwardly gone off to the bathroom <laughs> together and are trying to wait this thing out. And this is a thing that will definitely happen, like, a couple more times, because <laughs> Anya and Tara, like... They are sort of on the periphery of this still. Yeah, they don't have skin right? in the game. They're not from this core group of people who have already been together for three years. They're, like, involved, but not really. So when there's a real, like, Scooby thing happening, they're not going to be a part of that. They don't want to be. Yeah. And I think we sort of end on them... Being like, well, this is it. We're broken up forever. Or some such. Or realizing that they've been manipulated by Spike. Or, I don't know. Some bullshit happens. They not. It's not great at the end of the episode for the main Scooby gang. So they all seem to be pretty pissed. Buffy's gone off alone. And mm. we have a little fancy reveal for our button. Mm-hmm. That oh. Wi-Fi betrayal. <laughs> He's... In Adam's clutches. <gasps> He's just going to kick it with his bro, you know? No big deal. Bros for <laughs> yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. 
No, that's that's fair. Definitely doesn't have any sort of double cross planned here. They can like re- reminisce about their mom and how cool she was <laughs> before Adam killed her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the motivation there is surprisingly <laughs> lacking. I don't know. Wants to figure things out. It seems very strange that Adam would wake up and immediately kill Megs. Immediately. Like, why not learn a bunch of stuff from her first and then kill Mm -hmm. her? Yeah. Just too evil, I guess. As we've seen time and time again by these repeated evil acts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, he's so scary and unpredictable. Rifi's gone to the bad side for good and we're like, oh no, oh no. So that was, uh, that's our episode. Michaela, how do you like that episode? I think it's a really fun episode, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think I like it because it has so much spike. <laughs> it's spike got a lot of spike just mixing shit up. Such a great time. And he's really bringing up a lot of the stuff that we've just had hanging in the air all season. And we haven't dealt with it all yet. <laughs> I do kind of feel like it was only a matter of time until this happened itself. But yeah, like, he's obviously speeding the process along, and that's not making things better. No. great. Yeah. And he's just having so much fun. Mm-hmm. Well, would you like to guess at what Taylor Kingston has titled this episode review? Oh, boy. Oh, God. There are so many options. Uh, who's he going to focus on? What's his damn focus? Okay. Good question. I mean, the most spoilery thing, I think... Would be the one where Angel comes back. What, Michaela, would you say if I told you that Angel does not appear at all in this review? Okay. That's... <laughs> oh, no. That's only like half of what's happening in this fucking episode. What? <laughs> oh. How did he manage to do a review of this episode where Without Angel doesn't come Angel? up at all? What the well okay the one where spike i don't know messes up the scooby gang you are so close the one where spike tries to break up the scooby gang that is much closer than i thought i was gonna be yeah you were almost word for word there i was already felt so wordy too (laughs) fucking t so yes uh, as i just realized (laughs) angel does not appear at all in this review, which oh is God. crazy. Oh does Riley God. appear anywhere? Riley, his name, does not make an appearance in this review. That's insane. Forrest's name does not appear <laughs> in this review. So he's he's essentially focused exclusively on Spike's role in this episode, I would assume. So then. surely he got it right, right? <laughs> like, he got that... <laughs> Got the details of that pretty solid. I think this just lends a lot of <laughs> credence to our our idea that Teeks doesn't necessarily watch these episodes immediately before writing a review yeah, of them. Does a lot of them by memory. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so let's let's get into the one where Spike tries to break up the Scooby Gang. I enjoyed this episode. I liked the way Adam actually thinks quite rational, rationally, <laughs> even though he murders people for no reason. And uh-huh. I love Spike in this episode. So Adam and Spike, you know, we right. got two out, of, two out of 12 ain't bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> in this episode, Spike is working for Adam, so he'll remove the chip in his head. He tries to break up the Scooby gang, but then it backfires on him when he realizes that he needs them to be friends. Does that happen? 
no. Okay. What? Continuing. Whoops. And it still backfires on him when the group realize what he's done and they work out their problems and then go to kick Adam's ass. Does so, that happen? You told me that this review was not spoilery, but Teeks <laughs> has confused it with the beginning of the next episode. I mean, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's that's going to be pretty early on next episode. This is Yeah. He's mashed the beginning of next episode into this one. He usually does like, that. There's just so much that's left out of this because that's it. Then overall, oh. I give this episode an 8 out of 10, which in my ratings book is awesome. What? And you're like, what? <laughs> like none of none of the relevant things in that came to pass. No, they sure didn't. So, yeah, I, I'm i so baffled by that. Because I'm, I'm assuming that basically the entire thing there with, like, he realizes that he needs them to be friends and they realize what he's done and they all go to kick Adam's ass. I'm assuming that those three points, which are the only three points in this review, are all going to happen next episode. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> Which makes, oh, uh, this is such a, man, I need to make an IMDb profile and just write all of Teeks' reviews as helpful. <laughs> that's just cruel. I really need to do that. Oh, geez. Anyway, so that's that's our bonkers review for this episode. Which is, I mean, this is good. This is why I fell in love with Teeks in the first place. Because I was like, these reviews make no goddamn sense. And sometimes you're like, that was pretty reasonable. This time I'm like, no, that's insane. I'm going to make a bold statement. Okay. That is the least accurate review Teeks has ever written. I would fully agree with that. Leaving out Riley entirely. Right. Leaving out Angel entirely. <laughs> Angel! Angel was in this episode. Mixing up a bunch of the oh. shit that happens next episode into this episode. <laughs> Like, it's so inaccurate. It's inaccurate on every level. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So I love yeah. it. It's perfect. It's art. Okay, uh, what is the best outfit from this episode? Oh, the orange, the jacket. Yep. I mean, with the oh, turtleneck, yeah. yes, but, like, mainly the jacket. Man, Honestly, turtleneck. like, you can, if you see that jacket somewhere and purchase it for me, I mean, I'll be forever in your debt, so there's that. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> And of course, who is our winner from this episode? Spike? No, no. As we've heard from Teeks, Spike <laughs> had two things backfire <laughs> no, 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 on no, no, no. That hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah, Spike gets away karma-free in this, this episode. episode yeah. For this episode. He has no uppance come to him. And it's all going great for him right now, which is good times. And his plan worked perfectly. Oh, it worked so well. And none of them have fucking realized yet. And it works oh, so well so that you're sort of like, haven't we established that Spike is not this smart? <laughs> but he's so insightful. Right. He His is insight so is off insightful. the charts. Yes. That's true. It doesn't matter how smart he is. That's true. It's, this is a wisdom check. You're right. Yeah. He's been alive yeah, for yeah. a long time. He's wise, like Angel, who's also been alive for a uh, long time. <laughs> so long. God, so yeah, I would, so long. I would, I'd put a Spike win on this. As would I. And next episode, of course is episode 21 of this season, which means, is it the first part of a two-parter? It is not. Whoa. It is called Primeval. What? We're going to watch only it. What? And I can't tell you what happens in it. Okay, so I'm guessing a couple things with Spike. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> Fucking <deep. laughs> 
Okay, like, that's not that spoilery, the Teeks mm-hmm. review, though. Like, eh, it's fine. Unless that is, like, the major arc of next episode, in which case, that's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, uh, that he would just mash these two together in his head. Okay, well, Primeval. Looking forward to that. Uh, no recollection of it, I would say. Yeah, but, I, I like. Yeah. I could try to tell you something, but anything I tell you, you're probably going to already assume. Yeah. Like broad yeah, we're strokes. So <laughs> close to the end that it's uh, it's going to come together in whatever way it's going to come together. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. Until next time, then. Our listeners can always reach out to us on the Reddit, buffy.reddit.com, or by email, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com, or they can reach out to us personally uh, through Airtime, the hit new messaging app from the co-founder of Napster. <laughs> I'm on there at Airbud, Michaela. I'm on there at Hairtime. <laughs> Very nice. Make sure to hashtag all of your illegally downloaded songs, Welcome to the Hellmouth, so we know you came from ah. the show. And until next time, farewell Very well from, from the, the Hellmouth. 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 Hellmouth.